Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. Uh, Okay, so leadership and prayer. Best time. I'm so thankful that our pastors make it a priority to lead us this way. I think it's, um, I'm just reminding myself this morning, so I thought I'd share it with all of us. I think we all know this is special and it's important and it's should be priority in our lives every day, but I'll totally admit, like, there are days that, um, you know, worship and prayer don't seem like they're at the very front of my mind, and I never want that to be the case. And so I'm so grateful to our pastors that they lead us this way, that that they carve out time for this to be important and for this to be a priority, not just for our, our staff team, but for our leadership team. And so I'm just so grateful um, to you, Pastor Ben and Pastor Jess, that you would make this and show us what this looks like. Because uh, I don't think I would have known that without your leadership in our life. I wouldn't have known that this was something I could really harness. And, and this kind of habit in my life can really actually move mountains forward and can actually change things when I decide to put God first in my life in front of everything else. So thank you for that. Thank you for trusting me to share right now, too, um, even though, you know, I'm five foot tall. Does that matter? <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say, so that was the first thing that popped into my mind. But thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for trusting um, me and all, actually all of us because we all are leaders in this room. We all have um, responsibility, and we're just so grateful that you and Pastor Jess would trust us with any amount of anything. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I wanted to share this morning when I was thinking about sharing today, I thought about um, the thing that's been on my heart actually the most is what we run on. And so uh, I want to talk today about what we run on, but let's read first, 1 Samuel 14. Um, we'll start in verse 6. Yes. It says, uh, Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, come, let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act in our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Do all that you have in mind, his armor bearer said. Go ahead. I'm with you, heart and soul. Uh, the, the, what we run on that I want to talk about this morning is we are owners. Um, and when I read the scripture, the spirit of the armor bearer, the thing that I hear the most as well is that that armor bearer was an owner in that moment. Um, he was absolutely an owner for, for Jonathan. Um, and I'm just so thankful that as a church we have these things that we run on. I'm so thankful that you guys prayed over these things, Pastor Ben, and that you put language to our culture, that you heard from God and put language to our culture so that we know where we're going, who we are, what we're doing, and how we're going to do it. What we run on, to me, is that. It helps us see this is how we lead. This is how we encourage. This is how we move. This is how we build. This is how I grow. What we run on is every single one of those things, and I'm so grateful that we have that. Um, when I think about being an owner, I think about um, when I was an outdoor educator in Colorado. I remember we would, uh, if, when we were teaching kids how to rock climb, we'd have to put their harnesses on them. And um, I was scared to death because we would put over 70 harnesses on kids within an hour period, so it was quick. And um, I remember thinking, like, if I make a mistake, these kids will fall. Like, it's a big deal. And so I was meticulous. I was so slow. I was like triple tying these. I, was, I would untie and tie again, untie and tie again. A little bit of OCD was in there for me. Like, I was desperate to get it right. I didn't want it to get it wrong. Um, and I remember also being a little self-conscious about that. Like, everyone else around me isn't taking as long as I'm taking. You know, I'm the newbie that shows right now. I'm like, I'm panicking, you know. And I remember my boss pulled me aside and he, he told me at the end of my first week, he was like, hey, I just want you to know 
it's those of us that have been doing it the longest that tend to make the most mistakes. And that also reminds me of when I first started working here. My first day as volunteer staff member, Pastor Ben told me, he was like, hey, I want you to remember this first day at work feeling. I want you to remember what it feels like to actually be doing what you feel like God has called you to do. And I don't want you to forget it. I want you to remember what it feels like. Write it down. Remember in your heart, deep in your heart, what this feels like to actually step into what you've been dreaming about for your whole life. Um, and I have never forgotten that either. Um, and when I think about what we run on, I feel like the same is true. Sometimes it's those of us that have been doing this the longest that make the most mistakes. And I think it's because we go on autopilot. I think we get a little like familiar we get a little too comfortable. And I don't think it's necessarily intentional, but I think that's why it's important to talk about because we don't want to get too comfortable. We don't want to get too familiar with all this goodness that God has trusted us with. Um, we don't want to get on autopilot. Um, I think we sometimes, too, get a, just a little bit too comfortable in that we feel like, oh, I've, I've got this mastered. I know what it means to be an owner. Um, I, I totally have this figured out. And I love that when I read the story of the armor bearer, that the armor bearer didn't get too comfortable. You know, I, um, Pastor Ben, I don't, I don't actually know what this guy's job description was. So you might be able to tell me. I wasn't alive back then, so I don't know what his actual job description was. But I'm pretty sure he had the ability to say no if he wanted to. When Jonathan was like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to go up there, climb this mountain to get after this army, just the two of us. I think the armor bearer probably could have said, no, that's nuts. I'm not going to do it. But his response was so crucial. The armor bearer's response was so important. Um, and I love that he didn't forget who he was in that moment. He didn't get too comfortable. He didn't get too familiar. He didn't get too, um, he didn't let anything cloud his vision from what his role was in that moment. And he said, I am an owner. You know what? Do all that you have in mind. I'm with you heart and soul. Nothing was going to stop him from stepping into that place. And I think for all of us, that's what I love about the what we run on of, I'm an owner. That filters everything. You know, we have, we have 13 what we run on, or is it 12? Whoops, 13. Yeah, 13. Um, but what we are an owner, in my opinion, encompasses all of them. Because we're never not an owner. I'm never not an owner. It doesn't matter where I'm at. I'm an owner. And for Jonathan and his armor bear, his armor bear in that moment stepped up to the plate. He owned the moment. He didn't take it lightly that his leader was saying, hey, here's the plan. Here's what I want to do. I'm waiting for a response here. He didn't take that moment lightly. He stepped up and he said, you know what? Yes, I'm with you heart and soul. Do all that you have in mind. And I think that's so important. I wanted to encourage you guys, every single one of us in this room, myself included, um, know who you are. We are owners. We are owners. It's not, um, I think when we get too comfortable, sometimes we feel a little bit like um, someone else has got it. And you and I got it. We got it. We are the ones. God has called us. He has positioned us. He has placed us right here in this church for this time, for this moment. And so I think let's learn from the armor bearer. And let's say, yeah, do all that you have in mind. I'm with you, heart and soul. Whatever you have in mind, I'm with you, heart and soul. Let's be owners and let's own that moment. Um, and I think, you know, there's something that actually, there's a lot of strength in that. I think you could read that sentence and probably read it one of two ways. Do all that you have in mind and with you, heart and soul. I think, honestly, um, I think if you have a little bit of a critical spirit in you, you might read that and you think there might be some weakness in there. Yeah. 
Or I think you can read that and you can see their strength, an overwhelming amount of strength. The thing that's the most clear to me when I read that, I see strength. I see clarity. I see a leader who is willing to move the kingdom of heaven forward because he's seeing his leader say, I've heard from God, I want to do this thing. And he's not standing back. He's actually taking a step forward and saying, let's go. There's strength in that. You could put the best players on any team in one room, but if they're not unified, and if they're not willing to go in the same direction together, it doesn't matter if the captain of the team says, let's go, but the rest of the team is standing in the corner not doing anything. You're not going anywhere. And so the strength of the armor bearer is everything. Leading from this position is so important, and I think let's not overlook it. I think this is something we overlook too often, whether it's an insecurity or a doubt or a question mark, or maybe we're just not paying attention enough to see what the, what's actually happening there's a moment here where we can step up and we can say, I'm ready, let's go. Let's not overlook those moments. Let's not overlook those moments. And so when I think about being an owner, there's just, a, I think you could, there's a million things you could say about what it means to be an owner. But there's a few that really came to my mind this morning when I was praying through it and I wanted to share them. The first one is, um, as an owner, we never assume someone else has got it. When you're in the room, when you walk in on a Sunday morning and it's time for huddle and you feel like, man, I'm excited, I'm ready to go, I'm looking around, is anybody else with me and you're not so sure if anyone else is with you, you be the one that starts encouraging the people around you. You be the thermostat of the environment. You be the one. I be the one. We be the ones that say, hey, this is who we are. This is where we're going. Can you believe we get to do this? We are the ones. We're never going to assume that someone else has got it. I think that assumption... Um, can sound a little bit like this. If you've ever wondered, like, what does that actually sound like? I think assuming someone else has got it sounds something like, you know, someone should really do something about whatever. No, we are owners. We are the ones. Let's move this thing forward together. What, what is, if, if that ever crosses your mind, let's change that thought a little bit and say, okay, what can I do? I'm here. I'm an owner. I'm a leader. God has called me. I'm a part of this team. Let's go there together. I think the next thing is, um, as an owner, we know who we are in every room we walk in. Um, I had a basketball coach in high school. I remember it was right before senior prom, so this is a long time ago. But she pulled all of us into the room, and she was like, hey, just because you don't have your jersey on this weekend when you go to prom doesn't mean you don't represent our team. And I think for all of us, when we're an owner, we know who we are every single room we walk in. We know who we are when we go to dinner with all of our friends on Friday night. We know who we are when we're at Connect Group in someone else's home. And maybe I'm not the leader of the group, but I know who I am. I know I'm an owner of New Heart Church. And so I know who we are. And I can speak up. And I can pour in culture. And I can pour in courage. And I can be that voice. We never take a seat back because we know who we are. So when I walk into the room, I love what Pastor says. He says, we're the thermostat, not the thermometer. We're not going to rise and fall depending on the temperature in the room. We're not going to get a little sarcastic just because the conversation's a little sarcastic. We're actually going to be the thermostat that says, no, we're an encouraging culture. And we are a culture that's going to raise up new leaders. And we're a culture that's going to pour into somebody's life. This is, this is how we do at New Heart Church. This is who we are. So every room we walk in, we know who we are. Um, the other one is we understand that what we're a part of is much bigger than the part that we play. As an owner... We always have that understanding. I'm going to own what's been trusted to me 100%. I'm never going to sit on that. I'm not going to sleep on that. God has trusted me. Our pastors have trusted me with these things. So I'm going to own it with all that I've got. But I also understand that the thing I'm a part of is much bigger than the part that I play. The thing that I'm a part of is much bigger than the part that I play. And when we remember that as owners, it helps us. 
is helpful because this isn't on me and it's not about me. It's about what God is doing in this place and it's about what God, God is gonna reach someone who is not saved. That's what matters on a Sunday morning. What doesn't matter is my little piece of the pie. That is important and I'm gonna own it with all that I've got and I'm gonna take care of it and I'm gonna be excellent with it, but it's not the thing that matters this morning. The thing that matters is that someone gets to meet Jesus. The thing that matters is that I'm thinking about who's coming with me. It's not just about me. I'm not building this up for me and myself. I'm building this up. I'm gonna follow the example of our pastors. I'm building this so that it will last for generations, way beyond me, way beyond what I'm doing. As an owner, we never think this is all about me and it's about mine and I'm going to hold it. I'm going to keep it really close. We're always looking for ways. Um, a phrase that we say is we hold it loosely. We hold it loosely. I'm going to own it while I've got it, but I'm ready also to toss it the minute I need to hand it to someone else. I'm ready. I'm ready. I've taken such good care of it too that when I hand it to the next person, they won't have to skip a beat because I am an owner and that's how I lead. Um, the other thing is we're always looking for ways to grow. We're always teachable. We're always humble. All of those things. That's who we are as owners. That's who we are as owners. And um, I remember when my first uh, staff meeting actually with Pastor Ben. Um, I was 21. I walked into the room and I was nervous because I was like, I've never been in a meeting like this. What are we going to talk about? And I remember pastor said, hey, let's just spend 10 minutes. I want to talk about wins and opportunities. And for me, in that moment, that language was everything. Because I realized, pastor didn't say, like, let's talk about wins and everything we suck at. Let's talk about wins and how everyone else in the room really messed up on Sunday. Let's talk about wins and everything we do wrong all the time. He said, let's talk about wins and opportunities. And maybe you had heard that before. That was the first time I had ever heard that. And it was everything for me because I instantly learned what our culture is. I instantly learned what we say matters. And as an owner, we're always looking for opportunities to grow. We're never going to, why wouldn't we want to be the most excellent with the things that God has trusted us with? Why wouldn't we say, hey, you know what, that was great, but I'm sure there's a way we could do it even better. Why wouldn't we hold it like that and say, what can I do to get better at all times, in every moment? I don't ever want to be so comfortable that I forget to ask myself that question. I don't want to ever be so comfortable that I forget to look at what God has trusted us with and say, how can I do an even better job? with what I've got in my hands right now? How can, how can I reach more? How can we make this even, even better? And so as an owner, we're always looking for ways to grow. We're always looking for ways to grow. But I believe with all my heart that there is freedom in the way that you say that and the way that you let that into your heart. Because it can go sideways when you're like constantly critical about something and constantly like hitting something heavy on the hand. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about that heart posture that's just looking for ways to grow and do things even better. There's a difference in that conversation. There's a difference in that brainstorm session. When you come into a room and someone's like, hey, this is awesome right now, but I actually want to figure out what we can do to unlock this thing and make it the best in the whole city. That's the kind of conversation I want to be a part of. I don't know that there's anyone that wouldn't be on board with that. That's what we're talking about. There's always opportunity here to grow the way that our pastors lead. This is how they've led us. And I'm thankful for that. And so as we lead teams, as we lead ourselves, this is how we should lead. Always looking for opportunities to grow. Always looking for opportunities to be the best that we can be. And it's not just so that we can be awesome. 
It is so that somebody can come into this place and find a home just like you and I have. They can find community just like you and I have. They can find a place to serve and use the gifts God has given them just like you and I have. They can find healing for their marriage. They can find healing and breakthrough from addiction. They can walk into this room and worship God for the first time because they see Dylan worshiping God and they realize, oh, I don't have to worry about what's going on around me because there's other people in this room who are going first. And it creates a space for people when we go first and when we own. Because the path is clear. When you walk into a room and you see a team owning the moment and owning what's going on around them, it's clear. It's crystal clear what's going on in this room. And it gives freedom for other people to step in. And and God can then do what only he can do in someone's life. Because we said, you know what, God, we're going to take what you've given us and we're going to do the very best with it. And we're going to get out of the way so that you can do what only you can do. So we're always going to look for ways to grow, always going to look for ways to be teachable and humble. Um, And the last one that I think about is um, we're always thinking who is next and who can I bring with me on this journey. As an owner, we're always thinking about who's next. Let's not sleep on this one at all. Um, Someone did that for me. Someone did that for you. You're in this room because someone did that for you. So who is next? As an owner, we're always thinking about that. We're always thinking, just like I said earlier, hold it loosely. Why? Because someone's coming after you. I've learned this from watching our pastors. Now that I have a daughter, I see it in another light. There is someone coming right after me. And and I want her to see that the path is clear. I want her to see that she can step into this thing and she can lead one day and she can be brave. She can serve. She can use what God has given her to push the kingdom of heaven forward. Those sentences sound large. But as a serve team, as a team here at New Heart Church, when we say that, we mean it. We want people to come in and find that freedom. There is nothing like the freedom of knowing when you step in to the local church and when you plant yourself in a local church and when you start getting on a serve team and when you realize that a sentence like, I can be a part of moving the kingdom of heaven forward becomes real, there is nothing like that for someone. I know for my own life that changed everything for me. It's not just a nice sentence anymore. It's not something that sounds great but feels unattainable. It is actually happening right here, right now. And so when people come in, we're looking for ways to make sure that we're bringing somebody with us. Who is next? I want someone else to feel what I felt. I want someone else to have the healing that I've had. I want someone else to be able to develop in their relationship with God like I have. Who is next? Who is next? Who is next? And I would say you don't need to wait to make this part happen. There's not a waiting list for this. There's not like once I get comfortable and once I get really used to my flow here on the serve team, then I can make this happen and I can start thinking about who's next. We do this now. We do this right away. We invite every single week. We invite, we're inviting people to church. We're asking, they might say no a hundred times, but there's going to be a time when someone says yes. We're making a way for someone to sit with us. Yes, we're going to serve, but we're going to make a way for someone to sit with us when service starts. We're going to always be looking for who is next because someone did that for us. Really what this is, is this is inclusive. And we are inclusive. This is not an exclusive team. This is a team that's saying, hey, who's ready? Because we're going and we want you to come with. This is the best thing for your life. We're not apologetic about this because we know this is the best thing for your life. When you can get on a serve team and when you can put God first and when you can just bring your whole family with you on that journey, this is actually the best thing for your life because you're going to put God first. And when you put God first, God is faithful all the time, no matter what. And everything is different after that. And so as we own, and I was praying through it this morning and during worship and just thinking about how special it is, looking at what God is doing in our church right now, and even thinking about Watoto coming to our church this Sunday, a church from Kampala, Uganda. This is a local church that is literally changing their entire nation. 
And I'm thinking about what's about to happen this Sunday, and I'm looking at the chairs in this room right now, and I'm thinking how many new people are going to walk in. There's going to be a lot of new people that walk through our doors. There are every Sunday. This Sunday, we're going to have more new people that walk through our doors. One of us can't reach all of them. But every single one of us that has our eyes open as we serve and we're looking for, who's that person I haven't met yet? Because I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to get them connected. I'm going to invite them to a connect group. I'm going to see if they want to go to lunch today. If it works, if it's natural, if it's clicking, invite them to lunch. Why not? We're going to make a way to make sure if every single one of us moves together, you know that phrase like divide and conquer? You know, we know what we're doing. We know who we are. I know who I am. I'm an owner of this church. So I can walk around this room and I can make sure I meet every single new person. And I can make sure they feel right at home. And I can connect them to anyone else. Christy is so great at this. Christy will start talking to somebody and she instantly knows, oh, you, you need to meet so-and-so. <laughs> I know we're not all Christy, but we all have our own gifts and unique that God has given us. So let's go this Sunday. This is a great opportunity to see this in action to see the strength of what it means to be an owner in action, we can see that this Sunday as new people walk through our doors, no matter where you're serving, kids team, concierge, connect center, host team. If you're, in the, if you're in the sanctuary and you're walking in this Sunday and you see somebody that may look a little lost, ask them if they need some help. Say, can I help you find a seat? If they don't, if they don't have anyone that they're with, invite them to sit with you. We are the ones. Let's not leave one person untouched in that way. Let's make sure we don't just walk right by because we're too comfortable. I sit in this same seat every day, so I'm just going to go get into my spot. Service has started. We're in the middle of song one. I'm going to go get in there. No, 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 no. As I'm walking into the sanctuary, I'm looking for the new person. I'm going to make sure if the usher team needs help, I'm going to help them. If, if, if anything is, whatever it is, we are the ones. And so as we serve this Sunday, as we, as we welcome people in, if you've never felt before like you've got the leadership capacity, I want to just encourage you, this is the moment, this is the time. Let's not doubt that anymore. Our pastors have trusted our team, are, and, and you are the one. God has put you in this room for a reason, and you have friends in your life that need to hear about this. You are the one. You have the ability. Let's go, and let's not second-guess ourselves anymore. Let's take on the heart of the armor bearer. Do all that you have in mind. I'm with you heart and soul. Awesome. I think our city is going to change. I think our church, our connect groups are going to fill up so fast. We're going to need new leaders. I think all of these things, when we go together, we go stronger. As we go, so goes the church, what pastor says all the time. Um, and it's an honor every time when we can help somebody get connected just like you and I have been connected. It's an honor every time. It's an honor to serve. No matter what it is, it's an honor to serve. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.